0: Indiana Jones is coming back to the big screen, but is this the finale that this character deserves? Let's dive into that. Hello and welcome to a popcorn hangover review of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, the fifth film in the Indiana Jones franchise. The first, however, to be directed by James Mangold, written by Jez Butterworth, John Henry Butterworth, and David Kep. A broken and retiring Indiana Jones, played by Harrison Ford, is thrust into another adventure as his goddaughter, played by Phoebe Waller-Bridge, comes back into his life to ask him about the mysterious Dial of Destiny. Of course, in typical Indiana Jones fashion, they are not the only ones looking for the Dial of Destiny. They're in a race to find the missing artifact before former Nazi Dr. Waller, played by Mads Mikkelsen, finds it and uses it for his evil, evil needs. This was a mostly enjoyable film. Uh, There were obviously lots of concerns after the last installment of the Indiana Jones franchise. And so I was a little skeptical and kind of went in with very low expectations to be quite frank, Uh, but I was pleasantly surprised. This was a lot of the indie fun that we're used to, a lot of the cartoonish adventure and action uh, but one of the biggest issues that I had with it was it felt really bland. There was a review that I read uh, that said that this movie shouldn't be called Dial of Destiny. It should be called Indiana Jones and the script written by ChatGPT. Not only that it's entirely fair, um, because there is a lot of really cool stuff going on here, but I do understand what they're saying. This was a fairly bland movie, um, lots of really great action, but we're we're in an age of action films where innovation is what... Is what thrives and this was not a very innovative action. Lots of action sequences that did lots of cool things, but not a lot of innovative action that really kept me engaged and excited for what was going to come next. Phoebe Waller-Bridge's character brought a lot of life and a lot of fun to the film, although at times it felt a little much for me. Um, I would get kind of annoyed with her um, and her uh, very different philosophy from Indy and in the fact that Indy wants to preserve history and all these artifacts, and she just wants to find them to make it a quick buck. Mads Mikkelsen, however, did Mads Mikkelsen things, but that was kind of wasted on this movie. Uh, He was a great evil Nazi villain, um, but he felt very bland, uh, didn't have a whole lot of dialogue or anything to say, and I just found myself wanting more and more from this amazing actor in this very villainous role. Now, Harrison Ford does Harrison Ford things, but it's very clear that he is not the younger Indiana Jones that we remember from the original trilogy. One of the things that's very apparent with this film and also with Crystal School is that an older Indiana Jones just doesn't work. Um, Having the more modern modern technology involved um, and also just the age of Harrison Ford, uh, it does not have the same uh, intensity and the same uh, wit. And I don't know, there's something off about an older Indiana Jones, as opposed to the Indiana Jones that we have grown to know and love. I think my favorite part of the movie was the extended prologue, where we see a younger Indiana Jones going through one more adventure, um, like we're used to in the original trilogy. During that extended prologue, we got a lot more engaging action sequences. They're on a train, which is really cool and a lot of fun to see um, and gives you lots of cool opportunities. But one of the things that I was not the biggest fan of was the de-aging effects used on Harrison Ford. Now, don't get me wrong. This is probably the best de-aging that Disney has ever done. And I say that because unlike the book of Boba Fett, where he had that de-aged, luke in a lot of scenes um he didn't do a whole lot of moving and lights were, lighting was about the same but here we actually see a lot of actions we see lots of set changes and lots of lighting changes and that makes it more impressive however there were several moments particularly when there was lots of movement um and when facial expressions were really um were really necessary for the scene i got a lot of uncanny valley um and it just it always felt just a little bit off so best that we've seen so far, but not, it's still not quite there. Um, I don't know how I feel about the deaging aging technology, just computers don't have the same human emotion and they can't fully, um, they can't fully express everything that humans can express. And so it does feel a little off. However, like I said, that opening prologue was probably my favorite part of the entire movie. And don't get me wrong, the rest of the movie is perfectly fine. Um, I wouldn't say it's anything great or anything that I even necessarily want to see several more times in theaters, Uh, but I don't regret my time at all. Uh, Going into it, again, I had some of the concerns with the last film, but I also saw that it was two and a half hours long, and that seems to be the new golden standard for these big blockbuster films. Runtime does not mean that it's going to be a better movie to me. Um, It never does, really. Um, If it if the runtime is justified, then absolutely make it two and a half hours. But if two hours does the trick, which I think would have worked perfectly fine here, make it two hours, make it a lot more accessible to go out and see it over and over and over again, or even just once. This movie felt really bloated at times. Um, That being said though, I feel like pacing as a whole was done really, really well. We were getting towards the third act and I was starting to think like, man, this is two and a half hours long, but it does not, it feels like it's maybe been two. Um, And I guess that, that would be about where the third act started, but it didn't, I didn't feel the length as a whole. Again, there were a few moments, particularly at the end of the second act that felt really bloated and I could have done without. And a lot of sequences even at the beginning that I could have done without. But as a whole, I think it was paced really well. One of the things that I think they did brilliantly that kind of fits into the realm of pacing is the way that they handled doing plot twists and things like that. I found the movie to be relatively predictable. And I say that because I couldn't tell what was going to happen in the third act in the first half an hour, but I was able to stay just one step ahead of them and... I really, really loved that because the movie gives you lots of information about the artifact and the grand picture of what's going on and what's going to happen. But they do a really good job at presenting it in such a way that you're able to piece together things as it goes along. But there's no way you're going to be able to predict how the movie is going to end until a few minutes before it actually happens. And it's great because when it does happen, it doesn't feel like it was out of left field. All the information is there. Um, and it, for me at least, it gave me just a real like a dopamine hit and gave me a lot a lot of joy and excitement because I was, I was able to see where things were going. Um, The entire way through I was able to follow all of the clues and all of the misleading information they were giving you. Um, It was really, really fun and it really keeps you on the edge of your seat throughout the movie. Now, the final act was pretty cartoonish and the film in general is relatively cartoonish, right? I mean, seeing them like throwing sticks out to uh, smash somebody like they were Bugs Bunny or something. Um, Everything feels a little silly and that's just Indiana Jones in general, but... The third act in particular, uh, I think a lot of people are going to have mixed opinions on um, because one of the things I have seen people describe it as is cartoonish. And again, that's Indiana Jones for you. But also, I think they did some other things with that, with the final act that I really, really liked. And one of them was some of the payoffs that they gave to Indiana Jones's character. Now, again, I don't want to spoil anything here, but I really liked the way that they were able to give Indiana Jones a bit of a payoff for all of the things he's endured through the five movies, and also through all like the prequel TV shows and comic books and novels and things that they've had. I kind of liked it, um, but I can see how people wouldn't like it. And the true ending in general, I just really, I like the way they were able to wrap everything up in a nice little bow. Now when we're asking the question, is this a good send off for Indiana Jones? Um, One of the things you have to ask yourself is, was this even necessary? Again, Crystal Skull was a nightmare. And so I feel like one of the things that this movie was trying to do was to make up for that and not have Crystal Skull be the ending of this amazing franchise. One of the things I was really surprised by was I went to a mid-afternoon showing on a Thursday and the theater wasn't full by any means, but it was probably two thirds of the way full. It was really, really busy, mostly with people who were a little older, which does make sense. Um, I think it's people who went and saw like Raiders in theaters when they were my age. Um, And so I love, that's one of the things I love about these big legacy sequels is, is getting to experience these things with people who have a much deeper appreciation um, for the franchise. It makes the, the experience a lot more fun and particularly here because while it didn't really uh, uh, fan out, there were quite, there were a few moments where people would try to start applauding. Um, one person actually did. I saw someone in a row in front of me at the end of the movie was like, kind of like started to and whatever. Like he didn't fully clap, but you could tell that he wanted to. People were really satisfied with the ending of the movie. I think the biggest question people are gonna want answered about this movie is: was it better than Crystal Skull? Uh, the it's a resounding yes. Um, so much better. Uh, things make sense. Uh, it's not just complete ridiculousness and just it this movie again I say is a little bland but it is not that bland um but the other question people are gonna be asking is is it as good as the original trilogy and the answer is the opposite it's a resounding no if you're looking for another Raiders of the Lost Ark or Last Crusade I'm sorry this is not the movie for you Uh, that doesn't mean it's a bad movie it's just those those three movies are perfect um, and so it's going to be hard to live up to those again with Harrison Ford's age and with this not being directed by Steven Spielberg. I do know that you know Crystal Skull was also directed by Steven Spielberg, uh, which is a little rough. But this it was an odd choice to have someone else direct this this final. Um, this final outing for Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones. I think Spielberg, Spielberg could have done a lot with this, this script. I'm assuming that's what a lot of the issues were with Crystal School, um, with script and studio issues. James Mangold was able to do um, a perfectly fine job, but he didn't have that Spielberg touch that really makes Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones. So to wrap things up, is this a recommendation from me? Absolutely. I think everyone should go out and see it if you are even slightly an Indiana Jones fan, um, or you just like action, adventure type things. This ticks off all the boxes that we're used to with this kind of genre of film, with the Indiana Jones franchise. Um, It's not the best in the series, uh, but it is definitely worth a watch, so I'm going to highly recommend you go out and see it. So those are some of my thoughts on Indiana Jones and The Dial of Destiny. I would love to hear what you guys think. Uh, Do you agree with my opinions? Do you absolutely completely disagree? What were your thoughts on the movie as a whole? Let me know down in the comments below. And make sure you like and subscribe for more Popcorn Hangover reviews.